This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the December 13th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Former Democratic, now independent, Senator Kirsten Sinema was vilified by the likes of Bernie Sanders, who said Sinema, quote, sabotaged enormously important legislation, end quote. FYI, sabotage means voting differently than Sanders. Senator Joe Manchin was asked if he has plans to leave the Democratic Party. He said no, but could consider it in the future. I think that is a brushback pitch to the progressives who think they own the party and, more importantly, the agenda. Inflation for November is slightly lower than expected. It was 7.1% compared to a year ago. When oil prices rose, Joe Biden said it was not his fault. When they declined, Joe Biden said it was due to his actions. I'm reading that China's recent lockdowns and related reduction in consumption had something to do with lower oil prices. San Bakeman Freed is the crypto guy whose company went bankrupt and was recently arrested days before he was to testify before Congress. Charges included wire fraud, securities fraud, and money laundering. And per Jonathan Turley, quote, violating campaign finance laws, end quote. No, this guy was a major Democratic donor. Mr. Turley asked why the DOJ would charge him before he testifies before Congress. No need to read him his rights. Let him talk. Use his words against him. Were the DOJ protecting someone or just stupid? Moving on. Yes, I dwell on the trans thing too much. Or others dwell on it too little. I have two lovely daughters and never wish they were sons. They were great. They are great, and some probably felt I did not raise them girly enough, but others took care of that. But I absolutely never tried them to mold them to be different than who they were, or are. My grammar sucks. That thought came to mind, not the grammar part, when I read the linked Federalist article by Grace Emily Stark titled American Girl, a company once dedicated to celebrating girlhood, is now complicit in corrupting childhood innocence. That's a mouthful, and I almost skipped it. Felt like an article designed to get me ginned up, then lacking in supporting facts. Note, the article is based on information in the Daily Mail. I know something about American Girl and their dolls and their books. I bought them. Paid way more than I thought was reasonable. Still have a few in the basement that my 30-plus-year-old has not picked up. The author says the Smart Girl Guides cover a range of issues, like... Quote, race and inclusion with discussions of white privilege and systemic racism, end quote. Quote, crushes including same-sex attraction and relationships, end quote. FYI, that one doesn't bother me. The, quote, body image, end quote, guide is a bit disturbing. Parts of your body may make you feel uncomfortable, and you may want to change the way you look, end quote. And, quote, if you haven't gone through puberty yet, the doctor might offer medicine to delay your body changes, giving you more time to think about your gender identity, end quote. Is this really what you want your 10-year-old girl reading? It might actually be helpful to that one in a million or one in a hundred thousand that might be in the wrong body but very damaging to the five in a hundred who buy into this because what 10 to 14 year old is not uncomfortable with their body? There are some weird changes going on. At this point, I thought of adding a comment I heard yesterday, but I was scared. 
A gay reporter in a discussion on trans issues said the foundation for the trans movement was based on a group that wanted to make pedophilia mainstream. I would not normally mention the reporter's sexual, sexual orientation, but felt it was important in this context. But as I said, I was scared. People saying something like that might be crazy. So I did some research and came across Dr. John Money. My read is he was not a fringe guy, but a mainstream person with a prestigious background and effing crazy. All quotes that follow are from the linked Wikipedia article. He had a PhD from Harvard. He, quote, was a professor of pediatrics and medical psychology at Johns Hopkins University from 1951 until his death, end quote, in 2006. He co-founded the John Hopkins Gender Identity Clinic in 1965. He, quote, was a New Zealand psychologist, sexologist, and author known for his research into sexual identity and biology of gender. He was one of the first researchers to publish theories on the influence of social constructs of gender on individual formation of gender identity, end quote. The article discusses the sex assign reassignment of David Reimer. This was done when Reimer was a baby and was due to a botched circumcision. I understand tough situations and tough choices, but the way the doctor treated Reimer and his brother and the way he lied about the progress is awful. Note, both later committed suicide. Let's just read the part from Wikipedia on pedophilia. Quote, Money stated that both sexual researchers and the public do not make distinctions between affectional pedophilia and sadistic pedophilia. Money asserted that affectional pedophilia was about love and not sex, end quote. Quoting the doctor, quote, If I were to see the case of a boy aged 10 or 11 who's, intensi who's intensely erotically attracted to a man in his 20s or 30s, if the relationship is totally mutual and the bonding is genuine, genuinely totally mutual, then I would not call it pathological in any way, end quote. Money held the view that affectional pedophilia is caused by a surplus of parental love that became erotic and is not a behavioral disorder. Rather, he took the position that heterosexuality is another example of a societal and therefore superficial ideological concept, end quote. I'm just learning about this guy, but he seems to have started the movement that we are now experiencing and a prestigious university had him on staff for years. I'm not an expert on anything, but I have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express a time or two, and I can confidently say this is bullshit. Read the linked article for yourself, as I just highlighted it. And if anyone knows another side to this story, please share with me. Unless I hear different, I'm going to think of this idiot every time I read stories on the subject. Subjects like this make me think of that episode on Dallas. Patrick Duffy played Bobby Ewing and left the show. They had the character Bobby Ewing die. When they decided to bring him back, they just treated the whole season as a dream. I wish the last few years was just one bad dream. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.